Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group, and joining me is co-host, associate Hannah Garcia. Welcome to the show. Hello. All right. Well, it's a dreary Friday. Hopefully it clears up today. We're doing a team outing this afternoon at uh, Longhorn Racing Academy, so need some dry weather for that, these Ferraris. Uh, well, let's get to it. So we had council yesterday, city council yesterday, and uh, well, first pull back. Got through South by, got through spring break, or we don't we don't have spring break, but spring break was had for the city, and uh, you know just from what I saw and read, uh, no major you know, occurrences or issues. It's kind of normal, well, normal South by stuff, but nothing like drags, you know, drag um, drag racing in the streets and everything else we had beforehand. So yeah, and it went off without a hitch for the most part. Yeah, at least, you know, from our view. And then um, back to, you know, it feels like back to normal, right? We got through, I mean, I, the, this, this quarter, and the quarter ends on on Friday, next Friday at 31st, but this quarter was just uh, a lot, right? Ice storm, again, this, the their, the firing of our prior, prior city manager, and then the establishment of this new city leadership apart from the new, new council. And so I feel... This month was, you know, South by was, you know, and being and South by being back at a, you know, kind of a, a normal, normal year. Um, we had, okay, we're back to just the business of the city, I hope. So with that, we had council this week and uh, your work session was all executive session. So no public meeting there. It was public, but they, nothing was discussed on the agenda, which ties into some of the items that I know came up uh, yesterday at council. Namely, the resolution around scooter share or, or uh, micro mobility, but scooter share. And you want to deal with detail about it a little bit, Hannah? I know you're working on that one. Yeah. So this resolution was going to kind of um, set up some great stuff for micro mobility. It was going to direct the city manager to do some stuff such as study geofencing, which is something that um, kind of affects where scooters um, can and can't be in the city, as well as how fast they can go, um, as well as where the scooters can be parked, as well and um, and increasing some of the enforcements that the scooters companies should be doing, such as like um, having them um, take pictures of the scooters whenever having the customer take pictures of the scooter whenever they um, are finished with their ride, um, as well as uh, kind of codifying some of the increased uh, safety standards for the actual devices themselves, the scooters. Um, so like um, being able to see like the brake light from at least 500 feet. Um, and other things to improve the safety for riders overall. And so um, we're excited to see how that kind of hammers out. Um, but yeah, yeah. And it was pulled back. I mean, again, I think there was, it was a very comprehensive resolution. There were several uh, or numerous uh, or yeah, several um, directives to the city manager and city staff. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't, you know, again, it, nothing, no items were heard uh, publicly at work session. And I think, you know, for those, for again, for those who aren't aware, Council always meets for work session the 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 Tuesday before they meet for uh, the regular voting meetings. This is a time um, where they just can discuss um, in a non-voting setting any items or, or any items in the council agenda and issues or concerns around them. These will also be tagged a lot of times to discussions on the council message board, which we have links to in the show in the show notes. Um, but again, they no items were taken up for pu- public discussion at Tuesday's meeting. And I believe, again, you know, we don't have obviously uh, we don't have first hand knowledge of this, but a lot of the, the I think the concern, at least with the scooter share resolution, was more just having I mean, given how the comprehensive nature of it, giving council more time, members and staff more time to digest it and ask questions about it, and also I think importantly ask questions of city staff about 
the resolutions. We've, we've seen uh, just with the way council meetings have been running this year, I think there is a desire to to really to to drive efficiency in terms of just the meeting the meeting flow themselves um, to not have du duplicative efforts on items potentially. So I think this was a move. I believe this is a move in that direction to just give um, time for council to assess the item resolution fully and assess you know what really needs to be put in there or not. And so we'll that'll be back up on April twentieth. Um, we also had the resolution around bearing power lines and a quick caveat to this too. a sideline of this is it's interesting because, you know, in the news, these resolutions are simply directives to the city manager and city staff to study and bring back or, you know, or it could be an ordinance or results of a study about whatever council wants them to do that the resolutions in and of themselves are not uh, law. So it's always interesting when we see that we see the news leading up to some big items coming up as resolutions how they're framed in the media, the actual media. We're not the media. We're a lobbying firm of the podcast show, but that the media, because it's ill, you know, it's not, and I understand it's, it's, you know, council is going to back power lines in the city and are bearing power lines. And then, you know, it's, it's not the case. I think they're, they're, they ask for a study and feasibility study, but it, yeah, you know, we'll see what comes out of that, but it then in itself doesn't drive, um, the resolution of itself doesn't mean that a law is going to happen. It simply means that staff is going to study it. And they could well, they could well come back in a six months or a year or, you know, less depending on what time they're asked to with this can't be done. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was two resolutions kind of re related to putting the power lines underground. And one of them was to assess, you know, the feasibility of it in general. And the other one was to see how they can integrate it into current projects that are already happening where they're tearing up the right of way anyways. So, you know, um, I think one of the things that's good about the resolution is that it allows for, you know, baby steps or, you know, a complete overhaul. And so, um, but yeah, no, it's not a full ordinance. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's not a law. So there's a lot of wiggle room in there for um, good policy to be made from this resolution. Yeah. And then the last one as well was the creation of a, another another resolution, the creation of a technical advisory board to improve the process of reviewing and updating technical criteria manuals to meet the city's ongoing housing needs. So Atlanta, first, what is a technical criteria manual? Yeah, so we have our land development code and good old Title 25, uh, but then we also have these- or, who, What is Title 25 for those who aren't aware? It's the land development code. Um, that's where it lives in. And so, but- in addition to the land development code, we also have criteria manuals. So we have transportation criteria manual, utility criteria manual, and so forth. And these criteria manuals layer onto the land development code and affect, you know, when and where you can build things, um, how you can build them. Um, they additionally set, you know, stuff like fees um, and other things. And so one of the, the things I think I've heard a lot of, um, you know, developers say is that um, we do need potentially a new land development code, but it's also how those criteria manuals relate to the land development code. And so I think this is going to be a good step in the right direction of, you know, fixing what we can while we can, because, um, you know, these criteria manuals really do affect the land development code and how it um, creates density in certain areas or um, housing, um, the amount of dwelling units based off of, you know, say like you have to put in, um, it's more costly to put in utilities for um, four units, but it costs significantly less to put in just one for one unit. And so it's stuff like that that I think this is going to address and really help meet some of the city's needs. 
Great. And again, we'll have links to those those items in the show notes, as well as a full council uh, act or, or agenda from yesterday and the actions they were took. Uh, any other items that are on the horizon, Hannah, you want to bring up? Um, not yet. I think uh, it's been a crazy, what, three months? So Q1, oh, Q1's coming to a close. Uh, well, lastly, too, council next meets on for the work session on Tuesday, April 11th with their regular meeting being on Thursday, April 13th. But yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been interesting. Well, it's been, it's been actually, actually been a very interesting quarter all around. And, uh, uh, you know, the firm, we're coming up on our sixth year anniversary on April 17th, which is a trip. Um, and also closing in our, closing in on our 200th episode. This is episode 193. So uh, some, some, some fun things planned, uh, sort of events planned around both of those and Q2. So stay tuned. Otherwise, though, y'all have a great weekend. Stay dry if you're in Austin. Uh, it looks like the weather should clear up by 11 or so. So just kind of get through this band of rain this morning, which we need. I might put my car outside to get a free car wash. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, though, y'all have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the BG Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your colleagues. The BG Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. The BG Podcast is a product of the Bingham Group LLC, an Austin-based lobbying firm serving businesses, nonprofits, and trade associations at the municipal and state level. You can learn more about the Bingham Group at www.binghamgp.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M-G-P.com. And for the latest firm news and content updates, follow us on LinkedIn. We'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you.